We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We're talking Saturday's three game slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by the dancing Jordan Cooper over there and Ryan Belongi. Before we get into all the uh, Liverpool discussion, are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and have actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards, soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S O R A re.com jordan are you dancing because you're going to be using mohammed salah at twelve thousand cash games or are you not going to be using him most likely not going to use him and then two hours later figure out why <laughs> why why i why i have zero dollars right <laughs> uh i think it i think that the thing that we need to highlight on on this show versus all other shows how is this show different from all other shows it's hanukkah time why not throw that in uh, because of the midweek games and the Champions League coming up, uh, we're also in December. It's going to be a lot of fixture congestion. Uh, what we say on this podcast may not matter come an hour before lock because there may be rotation. I saw a quote from a press conference earlier today that Klopp, that Klopp possibly could rotate six or seven guys in this game. Uh, also Wait, realize said- that the Champions League... Uh, I thought he said it was next week. He's not going to this weekend. I oh, he's he not going to do it this week, but maybe yeah. next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I was confused because their their next Champions League fixture is is like doesn't even matter, right? So like I would think that he's more likely to just play, you know, the B team during that game. So did did I just get the quote wrong that he's more likely to do that for the Champions League and not this this Saturday? One of us got it wrong. I I think he said. He's not going to rotate like six, seven, eight guys this weekend because he's going to do it next week at midweek against Porto or whoever they're playing. Um, yeah, so I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, so we do have to worry about worry. all the other. I mean, we still have Brighton, uh, whether or not Gross is going to play. I mean, he didn't play in the last game. Uh, obviously, Newcastle, we got guys coming back from yellow card accumulation and the suspensions. So I just always want to highlight. I mean, a, a lot of times when we do this, you know, when they, they're playing like just once per week, you know, we get surprises all the time. I mean, that's some of the edge in DFS soccer is that 
You know, we're going by the projected starting 11s, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way when they come out. Uh, but now with fixture congestion, I think to be more cognizant that that we could we have to expect the unexpected sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And well, we do have it's open next week, I, I believe, for all the teams other than Liverpool. But yeah, like like you said, they have Champions League. Then they're probably going to play their B squad. But either way, Liverpool biggest favorite on the slate. It seems like I don't know last few slates we've talked about Liverpool are on the slate and maybe they weren't the biggest favorite midweek, but they were still the team that decided things and they're going to be the team that decides things again this week. So uh, at least on Saturday. So their projected goal total here, two goals. No one else is above 1.5. And I guess we're just pretty much going to start there. So at forward, we got to decide between what Liverpool guys uh, we're using uh, for for anything, I guess, really. It's tight pricing. Like, if you're playing cash games, this is not a straightforward slate at all. Uh, I can't see how you're getting away with playing $12,000 a lot in cash games. Because, I mean, it's hard enough as it is to fit in the guys that you want otherwise. Uh, I think more of the question is... Do you play any of these Liverpool forwards? Do you pay down at forward? Because also, because remember, we got Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andrew Robertson in the defender slots that are the high. So Trent Alexander may be the highest floor player in all of soccer DFS. Uh, I think the question more comes in, in we have Gross, if he's in, Gross versus Mane, something like that. Like Gross, if he's in with no March, uh, obviously has a higher floor than Mane, but Mane's ceiling is is much higher. And if you're not going to play Mane in the forward spot and you're not going to play Salah in the forward spot, you're probably not playing Jota in the forward spot. Like, So you're just not playing Liverpool, I guess. I mean, like, and it's a three-game slate and they have the, the highest total and they're the biggest favorite. So to me, to me the question comes into, uh, what do you do at the forward spot? Assuming that you're not going to play Salah, is Mane at eighty two hundred worth playing if you're not going to play Gross? And then we obviously have like like McNeil and uh, obviously Trussard if if Gross and March aren't in. Then you also have Maxwell Cornet at sixty seven hundred, which I don't think is going to be that much of a play if Westwood is back, because uh, then it's going to be primarily Westwood and McNeil. And if anything, well, maybe maybe Cornette will get a couple of set pieces. But is, are we looking at two of these types of guys? Or are we looking at one and then going down? Uh, I think in GPP, you're more likely to pay up twice. And because there's, there's plenty of goal scorers up here. But in cash games, it's like it's tough to fit in. It's, t- it's tough to near impossible to fit in like Mane plus gross and then get Trent Alexander-Arnold. Like, like I'm not even sure if you're going to do that. Essentially you're sacrificing James Ward Prowse to do so. And I'm not sure if that is optimal, at least for cash games. Yeah. uh, At least for cash games. um, You know, I want to play Ward Prowse. There's, there's not that much at midfield um, on a three game slate. You know, he should be a pretty good play, you know, assuming he, has a better game than he has uh, 
at least uh, last game when everyone rostered him for 7,000. Um, yeah, so just in general, I want to play three defenders on this slate. There's a lot of good defenders. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold is probably one of them. Uh, the other two would also be over 5,000. So it's like very hard to pay up for two forwards. I agree. Basically impossible. Um, I, I was coming to the same question, basically Pascal Gross or Sadio Mane. Um, I'm not sure there's a correct answer. I mean, yeah, Gross has the higher floor. Um, Mane's floor is okay, but again, you're not, you're not rostering him for that. Um, at the other forward position, I mean, what do you think of Chris Wood, uh, Jordan? He has, you know, if you, he has the fifth highest goal scoring odds on the slate. Uh, if you eliminate Liverpool, only Callum Wilson has better goal scoring odds than Chris Wood. Um, I think he's a good GPP play regardless. Um, but, uh, it's surprising that I'm considering him in cash, uh, on a three game slate like this. No, but I mean, you'd, you'd be playing him. I from an from an uh, goal scoring odds perspective, uh, I would I would agree with you. He 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 provides the most line value. Just understand his floor is is nothing, and he doesn't necessarily play ninety minutes. So, uh, to me, it's the same. Like you don't even have to tell me that information. It's essentially the strategy of punting at your second forward spot with the cheapest available forward. Maybe that's Nathan Tella uh, on Southampton. If he starts, maybe that ends up being, uh, uh, I mean, who, I mean, like, like it's not like you like any of these players or anything like that, but what's the dramatic floor difference between wood and Che Adams for 1500 more floor mm-hmm. perspective, nothing right. Armstrong at 6,400 or you take a, a that Raul Jimenez is a heavy underdog like that. I wouldn't do that. So it really comes down to like, or, or, or you take Vidra or, I mean, Goodmudson probably doesn't start. Like essentially the question is Walcott, if he starts at 4,000 to me, the question isn't, is Wood a good play? Is that what does your line of construction look like as a whole? And are, are you willing to take a four to $5,000 player in your forward spot? More so than a four to five thousand dollar midfielder, and not have to play uh, another high price forward. So, like, if you're going to plug in either Gross or Mane, plug in James Ward Prowse, plug in Trent Alexander Arnold, like, would you rather spend the like, would you rather spend uh, like seventy five hundred dollars on McNeil or play Andrew Robertson at sixty six hundred in your other defender spot? And not have to play like a thirty-two hundred dollar defender in that spot. You, to me, in the cash build, you're gonna have to punt somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And if the, the options, what? Maybe two places. Maybe two places. But if if one, if you're gonna have to punt at least one of them, uh, when the floor differences outside of probably gross doesn't matter all that much for their price, why not just punt it forward? And if Chris Wood only gets two points. Like, hey, as long as you get double digits in all the other spots, you're fine. Yeah, I agree. Is there any consideration for not playing Alexander Arnold? Um, and I say that because there's three other defenders you could play. I mean, Robertson, Ryan Frazier would look awfully good as a defender playing on the wing. And 
you know, Lamptey or Cucurella. You know, those are three pretty good defenders. Um, if you didn't play Trent, you could spend up at at both your forward spots. Um, you know, I, I, I lean towards playing Trent, but it's at least a conversation when he's 9,000 and you have other good options. Right. I think it's an opportunity cost question because we have, I think the, the, the best position on this slate is defender. So you only can roster three at most. And uh, being that you have value at defender value enough, at least in the mid range is Trent Alexander Arnold necessary. If you could just play, you know, Robertson at 6,600 and then two guys around 5,000, not have to punt it forward. That may be a, that may be a better option only because you're like if you're gonna punt in two spots, like you're only gonna be able to play one of those types of you're only gonna be able to play two of those types of defenders, even with Trent Alexander Arnold. So you're punting at forward, and then you're also punting at a midfield spot. Like you're punting at a utility spot, but that utility punt is like 3,500, and that's either like a center back or a defensive midfielder. So I've, I've built constructions that it's, if you're going to pay up twice at forward, like if you're going to play gross money type of lineup, that would be a non Trent Alexander Arnold lineups. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, but it really comes down to what you, what are you doing at forward between those two? And then what are you doing at midfield? And with the fact that midfield is so weak on this slate, I think the opportunity cost of not playing uh, James Ward Prowse outweighs having to play Trent Alexander on. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even if Ward Prowse isn't like just that great of a play in a vacuum, I mean, I know there's differing opinions on Ward Prowse. He busts quite often, but the opportunity cost yeah, is a lot. Like the defender's just so weak. It still seems like Ward Prowse is one of the first guys in your cash game lineup. Um, I mean, look at look look at this midfield position. If we take out the mid the forward eligible midfielders, we have uh, Ward Prowse at seventy seven hundred, Jordan Henderson at six thousand, uh, Milner who's not going to be Westwood. Like I like Westwood at fifty four hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solly March if he's in, but if you're playing Solly March, you don't have the gross problem because you're not playing gross, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, El Niasi, if he happens to be in, I mean, like Shelby with Frazier and Richie in, I don't care that much about Shelby at 4,500. Like it get Jacob Motor, Joe Matinho is a big underdog. I mean, like there's not much, there's really not much here at all. Like once you start getting into underneath Westwood, I almost feel like you might as well just go all the way down and click on the, 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 the green button that's there, you know, go down and play Eves Basuma at 3,400. And or Hendrick or whoever Brownhill, whoever happens to be in, and that's just as good as paying fifteen hundred dollars more for any of the other midfielders. But like midfield is awful. So and you have to roster two. So imagine not playing James Ward Prowse. So now you're gonna have to play Westwood plus Basuma at your midfield spots just so you can pay up for Trent Alexander Arnold, and you still have money for two other defenders, but. Like what? What are you using it for? Like, what? Why? Why do you have Motor and and Westwood in your lineup? I'd much rather have James Ward-Prowse because you have to roster two midfielders, right? Which is much different at defender because you know I was talking about maybe fading Trent. Um, 
And it would be it would be for Robertson because I don't know about you, but I don't think you're playing both Trent and Robertson, like even in cash. So you like, can. I mean, you, yeah, you, of course you, you can, can. But but like for me, the fir- the first defender in the lineup, like could be Ryan Frazier, uh, just when you consider price and, and, and everything. Um, so if it's like if it's a decision between Trent and Robertson, like Robertson equals Trent, you know often enough or at least doesn't get crushed by Trent often enough. So like, it's an interesting question and, you know, I'm trying to sort of talk myself, you know, into it more because I just want to play Trent, like no matter what, especially on three game slates just makes a lot of sense. If he's going to score 20, like you kind of need to have him. Um, But just with the position being so strong, like you can make the argument for it. it does make your lineup a lot better if you don't have to play Chris Wood at forward. Well, I think so I a lot a of the stuff at, at yeah. The question, just in uh, in terms of Ward Prowse here. So, if Nathan Tella starts again, uh, I believe he took. It doesn't show in in our numbers here because I believe he took three short corners and none of them were actually crosses in that match. Uh, he did. I, I just don't know why it's not showing for us from Opta here, but he did take some corners in that game. Um, and then I just think the matchup there is lower scoring. It has It's expected to be defensive, 2.5 implied goal total. Looking at last year, Ward-Prowse had seven corners in two matches against Brighton last season. Like, I don't know, we're talking like this is like automatic, Ward-Prowse, 10 points kind of thing, but like he had those big games against teams like Norwich and Villa when they're struggling Watford. Like I, I just don't know if like the, it's just guaranteed here. Um, well, well, I th- I think Ward Prowse and GPP is probably like is to me the easiest fade. Like because, but you're not fading Ward Prowse and GPPs to play a midfield eligible player in your midfield spot. You're playing a forward eligible player in your midfield spot. So for instance, you're taking out Ward Prowse. And you're playing, you're playing Joe Litton there. You're playing Callum, you know, uh, you're playing uh, uh, St. Maximin or you're, 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 you're playing some type of goal threat in that spot. You're playing, uh, uh, there's not much. I mean, you probably still have to punt in one of the spots, but I think it's more likely that when you fade Ward Prowse, it's because you're going to pay, use the 7,700 to pay for, uh, Callum Wilson to play for uh, could be Salah Jota Armani, right? Or right, exactly. Or or Salah, or right. You're 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 doing goal scorers. You're not like finding another like floor play. I think James Ward Prowse in cash games. You know, like I'll just put him in, and if he like, I'll I'll lose every slate. I just put James Ward Prowse and just like you run me down if you're not going to play him on this slate with no midfielders to play. That's perfectly if- fine with me. What's wrong with like Westwood and John Joe Shelby? Like even if Shelby doesn't have set pieces, like he's getting more forward under Eddie Howe. Like he has seven shots last three matches. Sure, he's John Joe Shelby, but he's forty five hundred. And like if he can get you six floor points, and Ward Prowse is going to get eight points at seventy seven hundred. Like what's what's the real difference there outside of you know PK responsibilities? Well, I don't think Shelby has that high of a floor. <laughs> he he's I shown don't. it though. He's shown it under Eddie Howe. Like, he had five shots at Under Arsenal. Eddie Howe? How much of a sample size is that? What are we talking about? <laughs> well, it, I don't know. He's a different manager, though. Like, they play completely different under Howe than they do Steve Bruce, though. I mean, that's... I'm not, I'm not saying Shelby's a bad play. I think Shelby's fine. 
but it's not someone I'm rushing to put in my lineup. Do I, I want my lineup to have multiple Newcastle players in it? I mean, it's a three-game slate. You have no, that much of a it's shot. Home against Burnley. Does it, James Ward-Prowse, we have three-plus years sample size. You tell me that James Ward-Prowse is going to be at home against Brighton, and he's 7,700 on a three-game slate? Like, dude, like, he's playable at, like, 9,000 this slate. So, like, if I'm not going to play him at 7,700 here in cash games, like, then when do I? Well, he's playable at 9,000, but that's on slates without Alexander Arnold. That's what we're, I don't know. Yeah, but we have other defenders. We have so many. De- there are two teams on the slate. I was going to say before, like, uh, two of the teams on the slate play with wingbacks. And then the Southampton fullbacks are fairly attacking also. So unlike the defender spot, like, we have Frazier, who... Frazier and, and if Richie's back also. So you have two wingbacks there. You have Lamptey. You have Cucurella. Yeah, I mean, and then Livermento and Walker-Peters. I mean, who are, who are active uh, fullbacks for Southampton. It's just like all of these guys, like at 5K, four, high fours, low fives, I like better than John Joe Shelby. So like if I have the choice of playing a 5K type of guy, I'd rather plug them in my defender spots and not play and play Ward Prowse at my midfield spot and then forego Trent Alexander. Um, yeah, okay. So this is crazy though. This is to, to add to what Adam was saying. Shelby is averaging 10 floor points in the three games since Eddie Howe took over. 10. That's a lot. Um, if if Ryan Frazier didn't start, I'd be I'd be okay with doing that for cash games. Um, now, again, like, so Jordan is probably James Ward-Prowse's biggest fan, while I'm probably the opposite from, from a DFL. I'm also John Joe Shelby's biggest fan. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, I was any, uh, for Southampton, I, w- I was watching that Southampton game. I saw Tella take the first two corners. He took them both short to Ward-Prowse. Uh, I'm not sure if it means anything. Look, I still think Ward-Prowse is, like, a good cash play for all the – for all the reasons we said, but, but like, I get it. I'm, I'm never excited to roster him these days. Like match unless there's a penalty, unless there's a penalty. <laughs> right. I mean, he's the type of guy that can kill you with a penalty or free kick. I mean, it happens all the time. Um, I think Newcastle's matchup is a little bit better than Southampton's uh, if that matters, but yeah, I don't know. It's something to think about. I, I think like, 7,700, you still probably go to Ward-Prowse on this slate. I mean, if for no other reason that he's going to be very popular and you don't want him to kill you, and, like, it's not like he's a bad play. So, you know, you're still, like, you're okay doing that. I don't know. Both constructions are viable. I'm not I'm not poo-pooing. Like, oh, don't play Trent Alexander-Arnold in cash. It's just that this is a slate where the pricing is tight enough that whatever construction you make, you're going to be looking at going, I don't have that guy. No matter, and that guy will be a different guy, but it's going to be, you're not going to be able to find, assuming that we don't have massive rotation. I mean, it, this would slate would be so much easier if Gross just sits again and we could just play like, like a Solly March. Right. And then I could say, okay, then you could play Westwood March. And then if you don't want to play, then you could choose between Alexander Arnold and James Ward Prowse. Or then so- you could choose, or you could play all three. You could play. Ward Prowse and all three, and then still play Chris Wood in the forward spot with Sadio Mane, and then everything will kind of fit together like that. So, like, real, uh, uh, hey, who says 
I, I don't think this is optimal. Who says paying down twice at forward? Is it? I mean, if you paid down twice, if you did something like, uh, like let's say Tella was in and started, and you played Tella plus Wood, and then that now you get everyone. Now you get Ward Prowse. Now you get Trent Alexander Arnold. You get Andrew Robertson. You probably could pay up for Allison, right? So you mm-hmm. kind of mitigate kind of a Salad brace in that instance. Uh, but I can't see that being. I I I feel very uncomfortable. I know the I know I'm I'm the the innovator of the dinky do, uh, but it's hard to dinky do on a three game slate, right. and go and look at your forward spots going. It's quite possible that at the end of the slate I have four combined points at combined at forward, and think that I'm going to get to the to the double up line. Okay, yeah. So just one more thing that I, that I was thinking about. Uh, so we talked about having to play, you know one of these three K midfielders, maybe. So does it mean if you're playing Ward Prowse in cash games, you're probably not playing Westwood. I mean, at least when I'm looking at lineups that I'm making that include Ward Prowse, they don't necessarily have Westwood. So, I mean, if, if Westwood can get close to Ward Prowse, you could make the argument there that, you know, if you're only playing one of them anyways, can't be that bad to, to play Westwood instead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, but it feels like, like I said, on the slate, you're, you have these, you have, to me, I think you have like kind of three and a half guys. You kind of have like gross Ward Prowse and Trent Alexander Arnold. If you want to count Mane in the gross spot, that's fine also. Uh, And obviously you can count Salah, but I can't see Salah being popular in cash at his price with the way the constructions work. Uh, So between gross Gross, Ward Prowse, and Trent Alexander-Arnold, you probably can't have all three of them in most const- So you're going to have to pick two. And you're not going to like, you know, like, I can't, I don't have Gross in the forward spot. I'm nervous. Or I don't have Trent Alexander-Arnold in the d- defender spot. I'm nervous. I don't have Ward Prowse in the midfield spot. I'm ner- like, you're not going to be able to get all three, assuming, you know, some massive rotations or anything. Uh, it just comes down to which, are, which ones are you more comfortable with. And, my argument, it's a fine line. I think we're we're debating very, like, small margins. Like, those three different types of constructions, I think, are very close to one another. But the case that I'm going to side towards is that I think the, the strongest position is defender and the weakest position is midfield. So I'm much, I'm much more likely, it's very similar to an NBA DFS type of mentality of when the position is very weak, be inclined to take the raw points at that position and find the value elsewhere. So if like, yeah. uh, you know, power forward, you know, just pay up for, you know, Kevin Durant, right? Because there's no value at that position. So to me, I view that as like Ward Prowse is that guy in that midfield spot rather than try to take a chance on, you know, a construction with two cheaper midfielders. Uh, I could find the, I think I could find the points at, as long as Trent Alexander-Arnold doesn't have a goal, I think I could find enough points with three defenders that even if Trent has an 18-point game, I'll be able to make it up through the totality of my lineup. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, I I, I agree with you also. Uh, the scarcity at midfield makes Ward-Prowse seem like the play. Um, so then uh, what about Allison? You playing Allison in cash? I mean, I'd love to. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to also. 
Uh, I just like, is it worth it? Like, is it worth it to do that? Well, on shorter slates, you're more likely to to pay up because there's only six goalkeeper options. But I mean, well, then we get into that situation. It's like, uh oh, I don't have Allison in my lineup. I'm nervous. I mean, like, like you you can't get everything on this slate. So you can there's going to be sacrifices everywhere. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I think the more the most the more interesting is GP is the GPP play on this slate. Cause I don't know, I don't know about you, uh, but I kind of like the Newcastle guys, uh, say Maximin and Wilson, because with Mane at 8,200 and, Yo- and Jota at 9,500 on a three game slate, I, I can't see them getting that much ownership. Right. I mean, like these Liverpool guys are going to be massively owned in GPPs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like the Newcastle guys too. Um, I think Newcastle, you know, they were popular last slate they're they've sort of they've somehow become like trendy pretty quickly since the manager change and i mean people will look at a home matchup against burnley uh callum wilson's goal scoring odds i i think people i think he still gets rostered on this small slate uh, it's weird to see newcastle with a 1.5 total i mean it's got to be their highest total of the season um well from a roster construction perspective i mean even let's say you played uh Three, let's say you played three Newcastle guys. Let's say you played Frazier and then two of St. Maximin, uh, Wilson, and Joe Linton. How does that lineup have 
any of the Liverpool forwards or Trent Alexander-Arnold even in it. So it's like, to me, I think that roster, like if you're going to do that, if you're going to play these Newcastle guys, I don't think it's a matter of playing Wilson over Mane in your existing lineup. I think it's a matter of like fading Liverpool, fading the Liverpool defenders, hoping Wolves score a goal and Liverpool wins two to one. And you, maybe you, maybe you grab a Jota, maybe you grab one of the, one of the, so you're playing something like Jota plus Wilson plus Frazier plus uh, Joe Linton or something like that. And then neither Robertson or Trent Alexander-Arnold, you grab one goal from the Liverpool game. Lou Castle goes and beats Burnley four to one or something, four to nothing, three nothing. And that's bad. And then obviously we have an Oxlade-Chamberlain substitute goal or something mm-hmm. in the Liverpool game. Or you do the defender, you do, you play Allison with, uh, with uh, like a center back, a Virgil van Dyke or something like that. You'd like, I'm just fine. It's a three game slate. So there's only so many ways you can get like different, but right. it's, I'm not thinking of Newcastle in the span of replacing Mane, replacing Salah, replacing Yota with Wilson, with same like just, and then leaving Robertson in there, like looking like your cash lineup. I'm like, Maybe Liverpool just maybe this is a one nothing game. Maybe the, I mean, right? Like, you're right? getting different New based Castle on your first three goals. Yeah, you're you're getting different based on the whole construction, not just just you know, one not, guy, right? Right, not just one guy. I think you and could then, do it with Southampton. I think you could do it with Southampton. I think you could do it with Brighton also. Yep. Right. I mean, playing yeah, Maupai, playing like a a Maupai Lamptey Gross lineup, playing a a Armstrong Adams. Livramento lineup and you don't play James Ward Prowse in that lineup. So you get leverage off of like his ownership over there. I mean, but these all involve like, like not playing Liverpool, basically not playing the Liverpool defenders because you're not going to be able to afford them because you're filling up your forward and midfield spots with more expensive players. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. That to me, that's the contrarian construction because you have to figure Ryan that Alexander Arnold and Robertson are going to be the two highest owned defenders in GPPs. Yeah. I mean, well, what about Ryan Frazier though? I mean, he'll, I think he'll be the third highest owned. Okay. Um, but at least you at least when you play freight, see the thing is you could play Frazier at that ownership because you're playing other Newcastle guys. So Frazier assists those guys. But when you play the Liverpool guys, it's like, well, who do they assist? Well, the, the chalkies forwards on the slate. So it's like, to me, you're not gaining it. Like to me, playing three or four Liverpool players together on this slate, it feels like you're not gaining anything. Like, like all these guys are going to be owned in some combination. I'd rather take a shot. Like, like if you, if you, if I mean, I mean, it sounds like take a shot on Tiago or Henderson. Take a shot on one of these midfielders that are overpriced. Fabinho, right? He, they're the ones that score the goal and then fade all the other Liverpool guys. To me, on a three game slate, that's that's a way of saying that Liverpool do win this game, but that all the players in the game, other than like one that's lower owned, is the only one that's worth having. Maybe 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 Mane has eight points. Maybe Salah has thirteen points. Jota has has ten points, but like they're not necessary. Like I could I could find those points from anywhere. But having like uh, Thiago or or one of the midfield Henderson, you know, with with sixteen especially when midfield is so weak to me. I think if, if you could get out of your two midfield spots only, if you could get 30 points out of two midfielder spots, I think that puts you way ahead off of 
like tons of lineups on the slate, regardless if Salah scores a goal, if any of the forwards score a goal. So to me, I'm I'm trying like where can I find the goals in the midfield spot? And to me, the the mid the Liverpool midfielders, they're in the highest total game as the biggest favorite, and they offer the most amount of leverage negatively correlated to to the 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 five chalkier Liverpool pieces. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, so first, I think you can make an argument. You know, fading Liverpool is definitely viable. Wolves have been uh, pretty stingy lately. I think three straight clean sheets, um, not like giving up a ton of chances playing at home. Like it's, you know, the, the Liverpool are the biggest favorites on the slate, but it's not like a smash spot. I mean, Ma- Salah has uh, minus 130 goal scoring odds, which is, which does not deserve a $12,000 salary. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think fading Liverpool is a good option or like playing, you know, doing it the way you said, that's actually what I did on Saturday's slate. Very frustrating. Um, I had Henderson and Fabinho uh, and uh, it ended up being Tiago who scored and Van Dyke that scored. Um, But yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, Just in general, like at least for me, I really like these smaller slates. I have a tough time getting away from my strategy. I tend to, you know, they play they play similar to cash games. Uh, I, I, w- I want to play them in a way like cash games. Like I, th- playing three defenders on this slate seems like the edge to me. Um, a lot of times floors are going to be very important on these slates. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to go for goals in all these other games, but uh there's a pretty good chance that no forwards get on the score sheet from the Southampton Brighton game. Uh, I don't know if Chris Wood and Callum Wilson don't score, maybe no forwards score in that other game. I mean, big floors can really come into play on these smaller slates. So it's tough for me to get away from that strategy. Um, but yeah, and you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. Yeah. Building off that, I just have a question here for just for GPPs. So like, if you so if you don't fade Liverpool, you take you know you take the favorable the Liverpool approach that you know the more probably the majority of people are going to do is you you get Salah on the team, you get maybe another striker that that kind of thing. So we've seen it before where like the Liverpool match has all the goals, and then the other two matches maybe scoreless, maybe one nil something like that. What if you added you know you got the cheap guys like Raúl Jiménez, you got He Chan in there like. If this match turns into like a three-two type of thing, Wolves get a couple goals. Like we've seen already, Liverpool give up goals away from home. They gave up what three to Brentford, three to West Ham. Uh, they gave up a couple to Letico Madrid in Champions League. So it's not like impossible for Wolves uh, to score a couple goals. So like if you put those two together, maybe this match is the only one with goals. Uh, I think that would be you know probably won't be too popular just because it's Wolves here in this spot. It's vi- it's viable. I mean, it, it's yeah. not a route that I'm going to go, but I mean, I mean, it's a three game slate. So think, I mean, you could think of plenty of, you know, t- situations. Maybe, maybe Liverpool Wolves are zero zero, and maybe Brighton Southampton is four three. I mean, you could do, you could say the same thing for 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 any of these games. Uh, but but I'd be more I'd be more inclined to like I understand Ryan's thing of like with the least amount of options on a slate. Floors become a little bit more important, but also on a three-game slate, if one game has all the goals and the other two really don't, 
it'll be more important to have a lot of pieces from that one game. So if you want to build lineups, if you want to build a Newcastle stack and then also play Wood in that lineup, play Wood and Westwood in that lineup, I think that's perfectly viable also. Of course, if the game goes one nothing, you're dead. I mean, whatever. But, I mean, that's what you play GPPs for. So, I mean, that's viable as well. I mean, all of these are viable. It's just which ones are you going to take? And I, I'm going to lean more on the side of of stacking, like, the other, the non-Liverpool games more so than than think that and play, play chalk Liverpool with a low-owned, like, Wolves pieces. So I think more often than not, enough, that there are goals in the other two games rather than, you know, the, the Liverpool game is four to three. Um, so I just want to say here, do you guys ever put anything into weather with, with these? Like, you know, it's a big thing in NFL weather and you could, like we saw what is a snow game between Leicester and uh, I forget who it was a couple weeks ago, but like, what if, you know, there's snow in just bad weather or something. Yeah, and, but it's all in England. If there's snow one place, there's snow everywhere. I mean, like, uh, it's, like it's these places, the they, they're not playing that far apart from each other. From a weather pattern perspective, I mean, the what? It's a, the at most what they're playing in Burn, what they're playing in what? Newcastle and Wool. I mean, yeah, Newcastle is a bit far, and Southampton. Like the difference between Newcastle and Southampton is is decent enough, but it's not like we're talking about East Coast, West Coast of the United States or anything like that. If it's cold and windy in one place, it's most likely cold and windy everywhere. So, like to me, I don't even concern myself with the weather and in in Premier League play. In Champions League, when they're going all over Europe, where they're going to Azerbaijan, where they're going to Bulgaria on a, some goat pasture or something like that, yeah, yeah, then then it matters. But, but I, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I I I don't even consider a weather report at all. Uh, no, not really, and it's because because of my next question, uh, Adam. So, is snow, you know, one of those crazy snow games like we just saw? Is that better or worse for for the players for from a DFS perspective? <laughs> uh, I don't. Do I have to answer this? Um, <laughs> because it, it goes I, like I bring that up because it goes both ways. Uh, yeah. Sometimes in those weather games, you know, it, it it causes you know nothing to happen, not much to happen. Other times, you see a lot of goals that you would never see in in mm-hmm. decent weather. So I mean, it, it's kind of like. You it's don't either wanna... scoreless, no shots, or it's 4-3, and right. the ball is going between the goalkeeper's legs, that kind of thing. Well, right. it's the same type of thing in NFL. Like, when people are, oh, it's bad weather. Like, it's it's not, like no wind, but it's like rain and snow, and it's like, oh, this game's going to be very sloppy. But they think sloppy on the offensive side, and they don't think, like, yeah, but the defenders could slip. Like, dude, if a cornerback slips in man-to-man coverage – like, dude, that's an 80-yard touchdown. So, like, <laughs> right. like that right. could happen as much for the cornerbacks as for the wide receivers. So, like, the same thing occurs in soccer. That, yeah, maybe the the ball, you know, jarks around and whatever. There are puddles or something like that. But, dude, the defenders slip as much as the the, the offensive, the attacking players. So, it, to me, it evens itself out. It doesn't make it worthwhile. And then, especially with, I mean, Ryan, you're, I mean, you're in London. Like, but is there that dramatic of a difference between the weather in London and the weather in Liverpool on the same day? Uh, well, I'm not in London at the moment, but 
Yeah, no, not usually. Um, but it was weird to see, like in the, in the, just this last week, those games in the north had crazy snow, and the ones in London weren't quite as bad. I mean, the the Burnley game got postponed against Tottenham. But yeah, you know, it's usually pretty similar. You're right. You know, it's not a huge place, so it's usually pretty similar. Um, yeah, one Adam, I just wanted to say, uh, I like your, I like your uh, Ra- Raul Jimenez strategy, or, or Wolf, not, not necessarily Wolves forwards, but at least Raul Jimenez. Um, like, I'm looking for those guys who people aren't as likely to consider. Um, they're you know, there isn't as much opportunity cost in rostering the quote unquote bad plays, or, you know, if you want to say these, you know, they're, they're bad plays in comparison to the rest of the slate, but um, all he has to do is score. And there, there's no guarantee to be goals when you have two other matchups only, especially in the uh, premier league. So I do like that. Like, I, I know I always say like the easiest way to win one of these smaller field tournaments is to get a goal or two from a player that nobody has. And, you know, that's, that's easier to do when there's less games. Um, so yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You, I wasn't considering it before, but I am now. Adam, to close the show, you have to, you have to I'll, I'll, do you want to do it or should I? Oh, you have one. I mean, if you have one, go no, ahead. no, 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 I don't have one, but I know you do. Let's just get it out of the way. Shane Duffy, 3,200. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he is on the slate. Uh, so the thing is, he just hasn't, uh, I don't know, he hasn't been getting many shots. So He's due uh, then. He's due. I don't know. There, there's ben no one. Jan Vidarek is out. So they're going to be, not, he's not going to be a center back for Southampton. So. That that opens up some more so some more uh, aerial. Ability. Yeah, that's those are free free shots for free the, headers, for free the headers. center backs. Yep, that's right. Yeah, no, I mean, there's you got to spend a defender in the slate. It's it's just too hard to you know just punt on a defender and hope for a goal. Just like well, we gotta say that defend. if three center backs are gonna score them. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah, that'll probably happen. But I, I will say, yeah, just little I'll, reason. Yeah, there's little reason, um, but you could do, you know, you could still play two uh, expensive defenders, you know, Trent or Robert Robertson with Frazier or one of the Brighton guys. And then instead of punting uh, at midfield, you can uh, punt one of the center backs at Util uh, on these slates, like like a, like a Fabian Schaar for min price, uh, Frazier. Frazier can assist to him. He, uh, I don't mind playing on smaller slates. I don't, I don't mind necessarily punting, uh, for one of these center backs, as long as I'm still playing two defenders though. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put one at the defender's spot most likely. Uh, but it makes sense to play them over, uh, Basuma or Brownhill or someone like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you're paying up for Salah, like there will be punts. So that, I mean, that'll probably be a strategy, you know, Lianco and, and the, uh, Lachelle's or, or Ayashar are the, you know, minimum price defenders. So, you know, people will be doing it. So. Yep. Otherwise goalkeeper, like we already mentioned, Ali Sohn. And if you don't go him, are you, are you just looking down, uh, like Nick Pope going against Newcastle? He's 4,300. 
Jose Sa, like whatever you want. Who cares? Either you're paying up for Allison or just whatever. And then it yeah. just becomes whatever. Yep. Either you pay up for Allison or you play whatever correlates with your lineup. I, I wouldn't even think about it. Anything besides anything beyond that. So with Char, you want Dubrovka at 5,100? Why not? Um, Why not? Who cares? It's goalkeeper. Yeah. Any, right. Anyone, yet, really. It, and it, it kind of matters even less on these smaller slates. Yeah, whoever. All right, cool. All right, I think we covered it all. You guys have anything else? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's just these Liverpool slates. It's uh, it's a lot of Liverpool talk, and then uh, some Newcastle sprinkled in here and there. But all right, if anyone has any questions for us, you can find us on Twitter. Jordan is at Blender HD. Ryan is at Ryan Belangi. I am at Roto Zadroic. You can find us in the RotoWire Discord. That's RotoWire.com/slash/chat. To get involved with that, you can get a free 10-day trial at RotoWire. That's RotoWire.com/slash/soccer trial. No credit card required. Make sure to like and subscribe. YouTube, podcasts, wherever you listen, wherever you watch. And thank you to So Rare, Ryan, Jordan. Thanks for the show. And I guess good luck to everyone who uses Salah because he's probably going to be getting a hat trick this weekend. So um, if you guys aren't using them, sorry for sorry for your loss then. But thanks again. Thanks, guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.